Well, Ichi. Hi. 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 I don't really have anything Hi. for this. Yep. I uh, got the Zcon Zax. It's nice. I, I like got, the music. I got... Let's see, I got the Drive Icon X, or the Drive Wide Watch, the X-Aid Wide Watch, Ant-Man figure, a bunch of Rube Crystal sets, the Rube Crystal case, and... Yeah. That. Oh my god. <laughs> so, people have been posting Flabber fan art in their fucking chat, because that's the thing to do, apparently. Oh yes, uh, just to, to tell, let everyone know, oh, well, first off, let's cue the roll call. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, why did I, no, cut that, cut this part out. It's not good. I ruined that part. We are live! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Equipment wielder. Loyal and loud. Pinkcaster Lay! Explorer from the unknown, Yellowcaster, Auto Guard. One little spark of courage, Dreamcaster, Global South Perga. Shining through the night, Spellcaster, Blade. Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On Welcome everyone to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Blaze, what Pokemon are we at? Ursaring. Yeah. We're gonna say we should say the fucking number first. Two eighteen. Two seventeen. Damn. No, it's two eighteen. Two seventeen. It's two seventeen. Well, fuck you. Two seventeen. Um. So good news, everyone. Our our talking flabber doll has shipped, and it will be here uh next Wednesday. Okay. Um. I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm sorry for interrupting, but I I just searched for. Beetleboard's Flabber on on Google Image Search. I'm only like three pages down, and you'll never guess what I saw. The Cast Ranger logo. <laughs> I think that's influenced by your own search history, though. Yeah, but I haven't searched for Cast Ranger on Google Search. Oh, you know what is huh. a cool thing for, uh, for us right now? If you type in Radio Sentai on YouTube, the first thing that shows up is Cast Ranger. Well, yeah. Like, it's, like I didn't do it with my phone. My friend... When I was in Dunville for Thanksgiving, because we didn't mention Thanksgiving happening in Canada last weekend. Because we're Canadian, we're proud of it. Yep. And when she yep. was like, oh, what's your podcast I'm not... name again? And I'm like, I... well, fuck you. <laughs> uh, she's like, what's your podcast again? I'm like, give me your phone. Go on YouTube. It's like, and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, we're, um... We are slowly approaching the 400 YouTube subs. Oh my god, I just, I, just found, I just found this fucking picture of for uh, like a VHS tape. Oh yeah, I had that tape. Look how scary like everyone looks. Like Wolf, Wolfie actually looks terrifying. I actually had that tape. I think does look pretty scary there. And, and Flavor's um, just like Beetleborgs, am I right? There appears to be the Beetleborgs. Someone on like DeviantArt or Flickr or something who seems to have a gallery that consists almost entirely of Count Fangula Bishonen fan art. There's there's so many things that are great about this box art because a the Beetleborgs the feature characters are just shoved just right into top, the top yeah. there. The the feature characters on the box art are the side characters the monsters who have nothing to do with this, and the cherry on top 
is it's the box art for Curse of the Shadowborg, but it doesn't, it doesn't have, have the Shadowborg Shadow on it. Which what one of those is the Shadowborg? Is it, uh, is it that blue guy? It's, it's the Frank Curse Beans? of Shadowborg, not the Curse of Frankenbeans. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he actually kind of scares uh, me. I... Wait, is Frank is Frankenbeans, Wolfgang, and Flyver the Beetleborgs? <laughs> <laughs> we, no, that should have been an episode where just like the Hillhurst monsters and Flabber just like imagine themselves as the Beetleborg saving the day. That would have been that amazing. Be awesome. I'm gonna tell you right now to hold on to that thought until next week. Oh no. Someone that, oh, yeah. Yeah. earlier before we before we started recording, someone pointed out that uh the main character's name is Drew. And the characters come from comic books. Yeah, I didn't Not know. I figured uh, it just hit me in the middle of watching it, and I I thought you guys all would have figured. Like, I thought it was obvious, but I didn't notice until this point. But not even once did I pick up on that. Obvious. <laughs> we that that the second you said that, I was like, oh my god. My life is a lie. Just... All right, well, before we get any further, I just want to do a thing that I've been neglecting that I want to try and do every week. So, for those who happen to be tuning in and have no idea what the fuck is happening or who we are, we here at Radio Sentai Cash Ranger are a gaggle of Toronto-based <coughs> geeks who get together every week to talk about tokusatsu shows, including Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and anything that we can loosely describe in that category. Yeah. We've been doing this show for over four years. We love it. It's the best part of my week. We have awesome friends, awesome fans, and awesome guests. So, if you're listening for the first time... Thank you so much for checking us out, and I hope that you enjoy what you hear. Yeah, but all three of those awesome things. You could be listening to uh, Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger, new episode out now. Sorry, Asahi, <laughs> no witnesses. Um, Gar's over here having a fucking aneurysm. I kind of wanted to say, um, fuck. It's been a. It's basically been one year since I, I, you guys let me on for the first time, and I kind of just wanted to say thanks. Yeah, you, well, you killed it. Let's when it, try that again. Because uh, being on the show has meant the world to me. Because oh, it's nice right to have uh, people that I can actually talk to about something I'm passionate about. Well, I'm glad that we could provide a community like this yeah. for you. Yeah, and you too could join that community by logging onto our Discord server. What's yeah. Uh, a pony. <laughs> friendly I hate people. that I'm correct. <laughs> Actually, Discord isn't a pony. I don't care. He, he's he's Q if he decided fucking I'm going to the My Little Pony universe. Sure. He doesn't know who Q is. Isn't he actually voiced by Q? What are we talking yes, he about? Is. Talking like he's voiced by the guy who played Q, right? Yeah. No, Q from, from Star, Star Trek. Trek. Oh, I know that one. John Delancey. Awesome. I know that one. Yeah, he voices Discord. Anyways. Anyways, so this week we're talking about Comrade Zio episode 6. As well as 6.5. Uh, Pat Ranger episode... 35. 35. Yep. And... For the second week of our theme, Beetleborgs-themed Borgtober, <laughs> episodes 26, 27, <laughs> and 28 of Beetleborgs, a.k.a. the first half of the Shadowborg arc. Cool! Oh, hail to Shadowborg. Cool! <laughs> can, can, can I just... Wait. Can, can I just Wait, say before we start, Zio, I saw Venom this week. Uh, it was really good. And before I left work today, which is Friday, October twelfth, there is some. There was one kid that actually walked in, and I shit you not, 
looked like Eric from that 70s show. Like Topher Grace? Yeah, he looked like Topher <laughs> Grace. I even mentioned to him, I'm like, you look like Topher Grace. And he's like, who? I'm like, main character from that 70s show? He's like, who? I'm like, oh, actual Eddie Brock from the Sam Raimi trilogy? <laughs> and he was seeing Venom? I love that movie. Um, and he's like, and his friend's like, Eric. I'm like, oh! It's like, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, now We're- I hope he's listening. Were we only supposed to watch the, the first half of the Shadow Borg arc? Yep. This was the first half of the Shadow Borg arc. Yeah, 26 through 28. Did you watch I, Beyond that? Yeah, I watched the entire thing. <laughs> well, now you're ready for next week. <laughs> well, there, you're ready for next week. It's I like, was so stressed out because it's like, I gotta it's like watch six payment. episodes. You pay more. Anyways, let's get into it. I lost my notes at pointless. So, the episode opens on something I think they should have shown at the cliffhanger of last episode, where even though another Forze was defeated and another Fize was underneath him, another Forze respawned back onto him, ignoring the rule that they could be defeated by their armor counterpart. This Wait, was... Oh, that's interesting. Is that the only way on how they can beat them? Yeah, do you think it has to do with the fact in... he's two? They said that in 2.5, that the, the another riders can only be defeated by their counterpart armors. That's lame. It, that's how you get you functionality out of all of them. That's lame. So you're saying... That's that- not even the worst thing in this show, so don't you start on that. You know what, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna go clean my show. Oh, yes. So, as promised, I, uh... We watched all the episodes of Zeo, and I, uh... Counted all the times so far that Waz has said Wagamo, and uh, he has said. Oh, we started the Wagamo count. Yep. So he has said it a total of six times so far. Because in episode five, he said it two times, and in episode six, he actually wasn't in at all. Yeah. Yeah. Because Gates was the one who got a new form, and Waz don't give a fuck. (laughs) No, he's not hype man for Gates. You're not my Mao. Waga, get out. (laughs) <laughs> which then we Ichi made the greatest fucking joke which we'll probably use for a future thumbnail but we thought we thought of combining Waz with Fozzie Bear from the Muppets oh Into yeah Wazzy. Waga 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 I like that I like that one <laughs> I was laughing what? so hard wait so which you would have heard if you were on our discord server would that <laughs> be, uh would that make the main character uh what's his name Sogo uh, the soup other soup. Uh, Supo? Did that make him Kermit now? Yeah. I'm gonna be king! Yay! <laughs> You're gonna die! Yay! No! <laughs> Wait, what, did he turn into Constantine when he turns into Omazeo? Who is he doing? Well, I just see how fun it was. Waka waka. I'm a rider now. Waka mao. Wait, where's. But what would. Who would Gaze be? Gatesby? Um, Gonzo. Skeeter. Gazo. Gonzo. Yeah, Gonzo. Gazo. Gazo. That would be great. He fires great. himself out of cannons. The great Gazo. <laughs> yeah, the great Gazo. Who would Soup be? Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. I don't know. Skeeter. <laughs> so go! So go! So go! So go! Come on, come on, my little Sogo! Oh, my little Sogo! How are you, my little Zio? Oh, my little Zio! <laughs> 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 this is the Fies phone. 
What have we done? Oh, God. We just made the show better. If we so, don't see fan art of this, I'm going to be pissed. Hey, hey, I had a little frog in my throat. Hey, isn't that right, Kirby? Please don't drink. If just you or someone you know can draw and likes Toku, make this. <laughs> Rhino, just, Rhino, just, just the, just see, the, the thing the... is, I can't. I suck at drawing Toku like, <laughs> like armor and stuff, like really badly. <laughs> So Zio, just the Zio, the series ends, and then we get an announcement for uh, the crossover movie with, like, the next writer after Zio, just for having a crossover. <laughs> for some <laughs> reason, I thought it was a crossover. It's Kamen Rider ticket. Oh, God. Oh, God. We're doing a Studio. So, anyways, during the episode... Uh, yeah, so pretty much the whole plot of this episode was, oh my god, this high school girl got killed in 2003, and the guy who's another Forze has been trying to, like, keep her alive all these years because he feels bad that he wasn't there when she got killed. Wait, 2003? Yeah. yeah. Who was the one who called that last week? Was it Fies. Blaine? Because this was the Forze and Fize arc. Ryuki? No, it's 2002. Ryuki? Ryuki? Is it a Ryuki arc? Alright, so what's a Ryuki? Ryuki episode? Ryuki? So, what's a Ryuki? This kind of got really convoluted, but the idea was in 2003, Sakuma, who is clearly a reference to Takuma from Fize, was Ooh. supposed to take Karin, who I pr think is probably this series' analogy to Kageyama, who are both members of Lucky Clover from Fize. No, I don't have a flowchart. It didn't quite get that crazy. So they were supposed to meet to go see a meteor shower, but he didn't show for a reason they never explained. And her response was to walk into traffic. And they called it an accident, but I'm like... I... The way it I cut really away... I believe she did that on purpose. The way it cut away, I thought they were going to reveal she didn't really get hit by the car. But, like, it was weird, because, like, she walked down the stairs, and then it... There was a, a fade, and then it faded back into her just lying on the ground in front of it. Yeah. But the way, apparently what happened after that is Aura recruited him with an, another Fize ride watch. So now I'm thinking that Aura specifically targets people who have friends or family who are dying in order to give them a yeah. to save them. Because that's yeah, why same. she's done it. But apparently what another Fize did on, between 2003 and 2011 was Wait. just like absorb people into blue fire in order to keep Karin alive. And I, I figured out what that's a reference to. It's the fact that Orphanox are revived through their own, like, blue fire thing and stay in their human forms forever. Wait, Why does that picture of Flabber look like it's wearing a GQ driver? Why does it look, why does it look like Wink Yahoo from Uh-Oh? Oh my god. <laughs> well, he just generally looks like Wink Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, that's well, that, Now I'm just thinking. But... Come here, it... my name Flabber! <laughs> wasn't it, like, wasn't it, like, proven in Fies, though, where it's like, the Orthodox were just like the next evolution. They were like humanity. a. They were like, like a natural. Like X Men. It was sort of like, like a naturally occurring mutation in some humans, but not all humans. And yeah, the, so the like idea only, behind the Orphanox is that only a handful. If you had Orphanox DNA in you, you were you were allowed to survive beyond humanity, and they were trying to take over humanity. Yeah, because I remember in episode Kiba and the the Swan. Yeah, like the Swan Orphanox. Yuka. Yuka. Uh, they accidentally killed the guitar guy, the yeah. like the scorpion one. Can't remember his name. Snake? Kaido? Yeah, Kaido. The snake. Yeah, the yeah. guy with the broken hand. 
I don't remember if that was him. Yeah, basically, he was my favorite character, which I can't remember his name. It's been like a few. Yeah, years the hat, right? Yeah, the yeah, hat. Kaido. Kaido. Oh, he was Kaido. the best character. Yeah, in which like they accidentally killed him in a scene, and then at the end of the episode, he comes back. It's like, what the fuck? I died because Orphanox. Yeah, the like, Orphanox can only truly be killed by one of the Rider systems. Yeah, and look, look at the Kaiza. Yeah, <laughs> Kaiza gear. Oh, those poor bastards. <laughs> yeah, the idea behind the Rider Gears and Fies is that if you didn't have a little bit of Orphanoc DNA within you, you could not use them. In which that blew my mind when spoilers for Fies talking. Spoilers for a 15-year-old show. Yeah, spoilers for Fies. For, yeah, it is a 15-year-old show. That when Takami turned into an Orphanoc, that kind of surprised me a bit. I was like, oh, shit. I did so Toei wasn't time. just being dicks when they wouldn't let Mari transform. Yeah. There was a plot reason. There wasn't sexism in our writer series. I mean, it probably still a was sexism, but they probably made ah. a bullshit reason for it. But yeah, so in the episode, uh, Gates goes ghost. I'm going ghost. I'm going ghost. And dude. another Forza just decides to fuck off. What? So... When, when when I was talking to Raven about this episode, and first he thought that they were fighting another Forza in 2011, but they were actually in 2018. So when they bring him back to their apartment, Raven was like, "Did they just bring Takumi through time?" But I'm like, "No, this is the 2018 version because this is where, um, because they came back from 2011, whereas Soup, along with Fies and Kaiza, were in 2018 at the time because she didn't go back with them." But so they bring Takumi back to their base and he introduces himself as just a dry cleaner, which means that he's still doing the dry cleaning business after 15 fucking years that, but also he's been freeloading with his best friends for the last 15 years. More importantly, as we see throughout the episode, the Fies timeline has already been erased. So Takumi and Kusaka aren't writers anymore, but they still A, know each other, and B, Takumi still works at the dry cleaner, even though before the series started, he was just a wandering traveler and met them as part of the events of the show. So Well, it could That's just be that good it, point. It, it, it could, Well, it could just be that it did happen. It, it, you know what I have to chalk this up to? It's the same thing as what happened with Build. Even though Sento and Banjo only met each other because of the events of the show, when their timelines got erased, they were just normal people who happened to know each other. Yeah. Or think of it this way. The reason why... Um, Takumi, I'm going to need more pop yeah, for this shit. When Takumi became Fies, he, uh, his bag got switched with the female lead. I can't remember her name. Mari. Mari. So, which, he chased after her, and then he hung out with Mari. And then Mari met with Ketaro. Ketaro. And thus, maybe it still all just happened. It's just Mari didn't have the belt. That's safe to assume. Because but... Mari knew Kenzaki. Not Kenzaki. Ketaro. Yeah, Ke no, knew Kaiza. Kusaka. Yeah, Matt Because they already knew each other from elementary school. Ryuseijuku, which is actually so, pretty yeah. nicely referenced in this episode. There, they actually did a good job of doing the... The, uh, like, oh, those things both mean shooting star without it being super confusing, even in the subs, so. Yeah, because Ryusei, Sakta Ryusei, Ryusei Juku. Um, but yeah, so they bring Fais to their house, <coughs> and he introduced himself as just a dry cleaner with a vested interest in what's going on. And then they, they give him, like, a hot beverage, and he's still got his Nekojishi, <coughs> his cat tongue. He's still sensitive to hot things. Very well, nice reference. That's... 
That was his character trope. Yeah. Yep. He, he legit could not eat hot things. It's it was an actual thing. So over the yeah, course I mean, of the first on Q Ranger then. So over the over the first half of the episode, Soup and Gates put together the mystery on what's happening with Karin. It was really cool seeing them actually like sitting down like looking at the pictures. Then Gates is like, wait, wait a minute, look, it's, she's in like this this picture for 2011, this picture for 2003, and stuff like that. And she looks exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just. And it turned I'm not out. I say that racist joke. And it turned out I was correct. She was a fucking zombie. Or fucked. Pretty much. Yeah, well, actually, being... was. She was, it was being kept exactly alive with Fize's power, so you could say that she was basically an Orphanoc. Did she get her own Orphanoc exclusive form? No. no. What the fuck, guys? That would have been awesome. Come on, Toei. Give us... Do what Decade did. Give us an original... Like, yes, there is the whole another rider design, but I like what Decade did, where it's like... They, like, they got the original creators back for the monsters and made a new, like, monster from show. Yeah. So it would have been nice to see, like, a new Orphanoc. But it's really interesting because, like, in the same way that another build could create best matches out of people, another Fize could absorb people and power up someone like an Orphanoc to keep them alive. Also, Also, thinking about it, he still killed one girl before Gaze defeated him. Yeah. So. That's true. They still kind of fucked up. Yeah, and. Did all the people not come back when. That's something that didn't really get addressed. Well, and, and I love that, like, when Gates fights uh, another Fize in 2003, Aura starts getting up in his face, and she's like, you're not going to save anyone if you let this one girl die. Except you're going to let... Except if another Fize doesn't happen, then all of the girls that got murdered over the next 15 years should be saved. So, yes! Yes, he is saving someone! A lot of people! Well, what exactly, like, does maybe. that... Like, do they... Will they confirm if that happened or not? I feel like they don't care enough to mention all that, but it's kind of important. Wait, is this part I think one that's or part something they really care story? about. Part two. Is this part two? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then. It, part one was more about Forze, and part two was more about Fize, but also Forze. Oh, that's so dumb. Right? Right? Isn't it dumb? That, that's so dumb. Isn't it infuriating? Like... Got- to have one of my favorite shows be paired up with one of my least favorite in a two episode arc. Which which is what? But it got paired up with one of it got paired Fies. up with Blaine's favorite. Oh, okay. Five after four. That's so dumb. That's honestly. Um, can can so, I go slap the head writer of the show? Be also, like, no. Also, the uncle got a radio that he was repairing, and apparently it's a radio from 2003 that was that, in Fize. It was a radio that was in Fize. Was, was it the bazooka? No, I, I was like, wasn't it funny if it's the Fize sounder? But no, it was just a radio that was in one episode of Fize. And he makes this, oh, like, long-winded yeah. metaphor about how, oh, if we that, replace the parts, it something will still work. But is it really the same thing inside? And then it that that basically explains exactly that, what Karen was, yeah. That's how they figure out that Karin is a fucking orphanized zombie. Well, wait. Isn't that, like, the true message of Kamen Rider, though? Like, that Karen's though, like, an orphanized zombie? Live, no, and l- live and let die. No, the other thing, where it's like, even if you are still you, are you really... Are you the same yeah. on the inside? Yeah, like, like think of it. Takumi still has his memories, but he is an orphanoc. Is he still the same person? Is yes. Really? Sure. It it, it, it kind of dives into into the big Shotaro Ishii and Mori question: What does it mean to be human? Sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> Good job, Fuzz. Also, um, I want that Fuzz figure, but Toku Dave selling it for like 60 bucks, and I don't feel like yeah. paying 60 bucks for it. I love, even though Kusaka isn't a rider anymore, he tries to fight another Forze, and this is one scene where another Forze's got him by the neck. Oh, and, shit. And we're just like, yes! Snap his neck again! <laughs> do it! Do it! Hey, did he do it? No, he just like throws him down. Oh, uh, you're oh right, because this isn't 2003. We can't brutally murder people on television like, anymore. Like when we were watching the earlier episode, Lane and I were just like, like in every continuity of Fies, Kusaka gets murdered. So why is he here, alive? But then we figured it out. The Fies timeline already got erased. So he, so he didn't die. Still be a what about Kiba then? He's probably alive and well, living a normal life somewhere. With his girlfriend. With his girlfriend who didn't cheat on him. There's no continuity of five. No, it wasn't. Anymore. It wasn't. She cheated on him. It I was, know. It was I know. She I moved know. on, and then she he he came was back, and she was in well, a year. Whatever it was, it was a year. Yeah. And she was like, "Get over it. It's been a year. I don't feel that way about you anymore." And Boyman's like, "Yeah, fuck you." And then uh, Kiba kills him. <laughs> yep. I'm sorry. That, that I love that. That just sounds happy. Right. Kiba. No, Ki Kiba's living somewhere with his fiance Yuka and and Keitaro probably got together, and Kaido is uh still leading the Blues Brothers. Oh. Guy is still living a life, and he feels like isn't worth it. It, it's fun. It sucks. It sucks because like Kiba's actor uh, passed away a few years ago. So rest yeah, in peace, exactly. sir. So, so just to think that he got a normal life, mm -hmm. even though he's not around anymore, just sounds happy. Yeah, because that that poor boy, he was ill for like ten years. So like, that like even before they started filming. I feel sorry. For what him. I really liked that was really like it was kind of clever what they did. So when like another Fize like comes into being or something like that, it sh goes back to like a clip from Fize when like you know Mari's like trapped in the van and like yeah, the, the I elephant. Think that was from like episode <laughs> yeah. two. Yeah, yeah no, I've three. never seen that. Or three. The elephant and Orphanox like in the car. So you see like Fize, a clip of Fize, and you can actually tell someone did a side by side comparison between like the original clip and the the new one. And they remastered the footage. Oh, well, yeah, the Blu-rays. Like, like, they really yeah. care about so, this. Like, they're so not... He's, like, jumping up to do... At all. He's jumping up to do a rider... This is a Crimson Smash. And then, like, it just cuts to a clip of him just, like, getting hit in the air and, like, dehensioning. And then he just kind of, like, gets up. He's like, huh? What? What? So it was actually pretty clever that they were able to, like, they actually, clip yeah. all this footage together of, like... And, yeah, that footage of him falling was from a different episode of the show because that didn't happen in the actual episode. No. Oh. Did, did they, um... Didn't they do the same thing with Axide? Yeah, they they, 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 they had show. Gates launch into an actual episode that was happening. Yeah, episode two. But since that Have show was only two years ago... Like... Um, oh. But, yeah, the question that FaceCore is asking... So, wait, if, if the Fi's timeline got erased while battle was happening, did Mari die? Oh... Probably not, since the timeline got erased, the Orphanox weren't a thing anymore. She wasn't in Jeopardy in the first place. Here's a joke. Here's She's a in double joke. Jeopardy. Even though I don't watch Zeo, wouldn't it be funny if when they go to the Deno timeline, instead of erasing it, they just make things better? But, like, everything gets fixed in the Deno timeline. We get Takuya Sato back. Because everything's Wait, broken how can they... already. Because remember that Didn't... title in the future? Yeah. That was twisted off from everything else? Yeah. Nope, that's saved. Everyone I don't know. I don't know much nope. about... Back to normal. I don't know much about Deno, but didn't... I've heard before, like, someone... Like, on this show, someone said, like, 
it took place like outside of time, like is where some of the characters were from. Yeah, yeah the because... deadliner takes the deadliner is set between time and space. It's, then it's, it's sort how, of like the yeah. end of time. How is that going to get erased then if the if the scenes from the deadliner take place between time and space? That's a good how question. Let's find out when we get there. How does, how does decade? How does that get involved in all this? Because, uh, no, and you know what? I was talking to Ichi about this, and you kind of agree with me on it. So, with Decade, he travels through dimensions. Time doesn't mean shit to him. Yeah. He just, no. Oh, you, oh, another Decade's here? Fuck you, bye! Teleports away, dimension portals away. Lane's argument is that because Decade was another anniversary series involving him going to the other shows... Lane's argument is that Decade does not have his own timeline and thus it cannot be erased. No. I think that's he, a little his, No, because his show doesn't exist in another time, it exists in another dimension. But it's an alternate does, universe. Does other dimensions still have timelines. I'd like to say Wait, maybe the. But, yeah. That was, wasn't the entire point of Decade that every dim- that all the different dimensions became one? Yes. But episode one, I can, I can, will agree with that would exist in that timeline, like not a, 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 a Natsumi's world, because that's in the recurring timeline for Ryder that, now. Isn't All Riders versus Die Shocker set in Decade's home dimension? I think so. Yeah, it is because they go back to Decade's original timeline mm-hmm. or universe, whatever you want. World, world. Yeah, is decade, decade still called Decade, even though now we all one of the uh, one of the original Heisei era writers is gone? Huh. Huh. Well, well, again, isn't it based because he's the Decade season as well? If well, if he's Dimension Hopping, chances are it doesn't affect him. <laughs> I am Common Rider One. Uh, actually, that's a. <laughs> well, wait, there already is a Common Rider Ichigo. No, actually, no, yeah, that's no, a thing no, that no, probably... Decade shows up and like, who the fuck is hurting my power? Remember this? No, no. Do you remember how in Decade, when he used up all the cards in episode one, they go blank? Yeah. Oh, he's not! He's just watching no, all of his cards go no, blank? Who got- yeah, like, no, just- Blake! How all the- Okay, let me finish the joke Sorry. here. Remember how in episode one of Decade, when he finished using the cards, they went, like, gray? Yeah. Blame Zia. Zia erased him. Hold on, Zia! Zia erased him from the timeline. Shit, what happened? That's why he had to go to different dimensions to get the cards. I hope, I hope we get notes. Guys, no, <laughs> guys, I figured it out. You know who's Omazeo? Narutaki. Narutaki. <laughs> no, I was about to say, they well, need to have Narutaki's you know actor come back for the decade portion. Well, sense. Again, we've never... Like, it would actually make sense. I we never found out who Narutaki was. I would be so fucking happy. <laughs> oh, here's an idea. What if... What if Narutaki was Had just... A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was... Go ahead, you said it was Narutaki, and then she said had lyrics. Final floss. Oh, no, Reggie Kado. Well, they would probably be that, you're right. You were saying, guy? I'm sorry. Oh. As I was saying... As I was saying... What if Narutaki was a member of Foundation X? I would be ready to believe that. And that's oh, why man. he followed Decade throughout the other nine worlds. And then other members of Foundation X dealt with the Neo Heisei oh, era. Yeah, I can see that. Found- yeah. Foundation and- X. X is Roman numeral for ten. X versus O. Oh! Just, 
Just Foundation X needs to make like this has to be it. It's the end of the Hayes era, right? What I was gonna I'm... say is, um, yeah, it'd be funny if they get to decade after erasing all of the first ten Heisei riders, and he just has no powers left. Henshi! There's no decade to begin with because there's no riders what? to destroy. Oh. Right? Like, unlocks his belt. Henshi puts it back in the cart. Like, puts it back in the driver. It doesn't work. Card error. The fuck? Well, oh, yeah, that's well, that's the sound that the yeah. card makes. It was just yeah. reminding me of the sound from Jeopardy when they take too long to answer. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, sorry about that. We were, like that, That's a great thing about a, having a rider based around time is that you can just theorize for fucking days. Wait, wait, so does that mean he could go back in time and defeat Hitler? No. Does that... Wait, but no, if he stops Hitler, then that means there's no shocker. And with yeah. no shocker, that means no common rider. So we discover, and with no common rider, that means no one went back in time to kill which Hitler. Means we'll, which we'll means discover, they're shocker. We'll, we'll Wait, a common rider went back in time. To... We'll discover Omazio's true plan to go back in time and kill Shotaro Ishimori. The guy who made common rider. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so we stop very weird. I'm sorry. So we find out the reason behind Kusaka being a total creep face. So he, the reason he's even pursuing. <laughs> Karin is because she was one of the students from Ryuseijuku, which was the school from Fize where they were searching for the Orphanok King, and everyone there was an Orphanok experiment. Yep. Wait, wait, wasn't that school abandoned? Yes. Yeah. So anyways, the idea is she <laughs> was a up. former student of Ryuseijuku, but she's still young, whereas Kusaka's older now, uh, and he knows that something's going on because she's still young, so he pursues her, and he finds out what's going on, <laughs> And Karin apparently wants to cut off this whole charade and, like, die for reals, which is why he, she actually asked him to throw her off the roof in the last episode. Oh, hey, it's a But hey. another Forza ain't having none of that shit. Hey, it's a So it kind of was a suicide. Well, a homicide, but you know what I mean. Well, no, it Wait was a, a minute. Suicide. So, suicide. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. It. He was a, he was able to track her down, but no one else was able to realize. Hey, and every time there was a murder, a murder of the, like, one of these girls at a school that all happened to be eighteen-year-old Libras, there was always this one student with the same name who looked the same, who looked exactly the same, well, like the same age every single time in all these different schools. Everyone else is stupid because they just change schools every time that the heat got too hot. Hey, remember when the Hayes era was like heavy on death? And they just didn't care about it. Just... I mean, Gaim did nuke America and build black hole most of Japan. I hope they just get to Agito's timeline and just, like, soup encounters an unknown and she just gets stuffed into a tree. <laughs> no, no. Hey, That's no. one rich and hearty tree. Like, soup? Soup? Like... Oh my god! No, no, she gets stuffed into a can of soup. <laughs> she becomes what she is. Soup's on, She gets, fat, she gets drowned in a bubble of soup. <laughs> And then Agito just... She goes slides. back in time and starts Campbell's. No, and then Agito slides into that DM with his hover bike. Wow. Um, there also was a part in the episode where, oh. like, Aura finds out that Schwartz put a, another Forze ride watch in, in him, and she was like, wait, what? So, so she, she so didn't know that the, Schwartz did that. So clearly the time jackers are, like, not super friends. No. Are you and, well, I mean, also it yes. could just be that, like, they take place in, like, different... Time periods, because yeah. 
oxygen don't exist all at the same time. Okay. So he did that before, and then he just did it later. Okay, I just remembered something really, really funny. Remember how in Agito, Soichi had... Uh, Soichi. Yeah, Soichi. Soichi. So... What is it? Shoichi. That's why I said the first you time. You said Soichi. What's the difference? An H. Oh. Anyways. Remember when Bloodstark was back in Agito when Bloodstark was just like, hey. Anyways. <laughs> do you remember how so- Shoichi had amnesia? Mm-hmm. Yes. For the entire show. Yep. Got it back. No, guys, I'm race back. Uh, lost him again. Uh-huh. If his, if his timeline gets erased, does he have amnesia again? <laughs> well, n- no, That's because a good point. the thing that would have caused his amnesia would not have happened. Yeah, he would, have just lived he, normal he would never have met God on that boat. He would never night. have rider kicked God in the face. I don't want to punch God right in the face. Yeah, yeah. he said fuck Wait, you to God. I can't control it. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much Agito. Agito literally gets his powers from God. And like a group of 10 people face. encounter God on this boat, and then they all have the ability to become Kamen Rider Agito. Some people, you know, they it doesn't happen for them until later, and then when it does, they die from it because they can't handle it, and then... Like, wasn't his sister the Hagito that died? He didn't have a sister. Yeah, you're thinking of Mana? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't his sister, but I think she did have some... Like foster sister. She was one of the psychic kids, I think. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just remember the scene from Agito where he gets his memories back, and he's hanging out with the family. It's like, just... The little kid's like, oh, I don't like tomatoes. He's like, well, when I ran away from my parents' place, I hid in the tomato field. I hated it so much, I grew to love tomatoes. Hours later, the female, like the female lead of the show. Yeah, she's just in the, uh, she's in the kitchen, just getting a drink. It's like, oh, tomatoes. Yeah, so Shoichi's story was really good. Wait. (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) Um... I hated tomatoes so much, I blanked it out of my memory. Um, so also, episode six, this episode debuted Gates Five Summer, which I'm going to actually say, its debut, pretty awesome. And the form, not that bad. I still strongly dislike their choices for the shoulders, but I the rest d- of the form looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't mind the shoulders in that shape. What are his shoulders? They're, they're the Fi's phone. The Fi's phone, like, open, open all the way, sticking out. Oh, I love it better. If, if it was closed, right? it would have been better. It should have been, like, the Fi's phone should have been, like, closed and sticking out horizontally, and then, like, like for their finisher, they could have opened them up. Yeah, because, like, do you remember Axel? Yeah. What did he do? The, the shoulder plate, the chest plates opened up into the shoulders. They could have had those be the shoulders. Right? So, and that's, so that's what it should have been. The phone flips open for the final attack. Oh, look. Rider Custom did uh, Zio oh. Kaiza armor. Oh, that looks really cool. nice. Uh, I like it. Uh, Not terrible. Maybe make his X-sword, like, the hilt. The blade the gun? Like, yeah, the blade gun, the shoulders. Maybe. It, it would probably look a bit better. Oh yeah, he did like he uh, like apparently when he's is uh, Fi's armor, he uses the Fi's phone X to like activate like the shot and the pointer. Yep. Even though I don't watch the show, as I mentioned several times, I did see a clip of like before Gates transforms, mm-hmm. and it's cool how the Fi's armor does what Takami always did in the, the show. Fist trick. Yeah, the flip or wrist flick. Yeah, the wrist flick. I just flick my the wrist. The first trick. I don't know what the I first said. Rick. The first trick. The first trick. I'm Rick! And Shane! I'm Fi's Rick! I'm Fi's Rick! But back in episode 5.5, he said the Fi phone has nothing to do with Fi's. But now it does! Yeah, I was gonna mention that too, but you... Sorry. 
sorry. No, 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 no. No, it's okay. I am in this weird state between sleep and awake. Like, I'm in the twilight zone. Episode 5.5 was Sogo going, Hey, look, it's Fies. Does that have anything to do with the Fies phone that you guys have? And they're like, don't assume shit like that because they have a similar sounding name. Yeah, well, your name sounds like Tokiwa So, the name of the neighborhood that Ishinomori grew up in. Are you the same as that? It's so yes, fucking I am dumb. A Even though, if you actually knew about Shatari Shinomori, that that was his pen name. That wasn't his actual name. No, but my point is, they make a point of saying, "No, that's not true," when it absolutely is true. It's true. Like I don't know why. Where did the Fies belt come from? The Fies belt. Smart Brain was it. developed by Smart Brain. So why was it encased in, like, stone in the first episode? It wasn't in stone, it was in their lab, and it's because they were still creating it. Oh, and the Orphanox just jacked it? No, uh, the Orphanox, the sheep Orphanox, Mari's dad, stole it to get it away from them. Alright. Fize is great. Fize is a good show. It's all over on Blu-ray now. Go watch it. Wasn't it said, like, I remember last time I was on, they talked about, you guys talked about, like, uh, they did a survey for the top writer shows. Wasn't Fize number one? Yeah, I think so. I think it was. But yeah. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with that Fies design. But yeah, Gates Fies armor, aside from the shoulders, <laughs> pretty stellar. I love it. And he, oh. yeah, he does his crimson smash and then like walks what, away. What I noted about that is oh. when he like puts his legs out to do the kick, he does it Kaiza style where he uses both of his feet because he's secondary. Right? Exactly. Oh, does that mean when we do Blade, he's gonna get a doppelganger and he does Garen's kick? Maybe. Psycho! Psycho! Tsunami! Soup! And as and as like he explodes, like I just see Ichi just like being like, come on, come on, come on, just see the Fies logo. Yeah! Yeah, they did the emblem. And thing. then he walks away as like it explodes, and he, like he's not looking at the explosion while he's walking. Who guys don't look at the explosion? Like good job, Gates. Now what about Delta? They blew things up and then walked. Was who who cares? Was where's Delta, Delta armor? Where's Delta? Fuck Delta. And ever only ever, time Delta was relevant was when that one badass Orphanock fucking everyone used it for like should half the be show. asking where's Delta. Once again, Delta gets the shaft. Delta died on the way home back uh, to some planet. And so then it ends no, with no, no better uh, qu- no quantum leap joke. Delta never returned home. <laughs> And then uh, Sogo, like, Soup goes up to Sogo and is like, hey, did you give uh, Fies and Forsay, like, their, the, the blank ride watches? Oh, shit! And he, like, runs out of the store, like, obviously, go give it to them. Yeah, no paradox. This episode has so much going on that we had to address the one, uh, closing the time paradox with a throwaway scene like this. Uh, I'm sorry, I, that sounds funny. Yes, Like, chances is. are, I mean, you're like, like just, chances are main character's just chilling, he's like, well, everything's back to normal. So, so yeah, 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 it's like, well, the day is saved, and then Soup's like, you did give them the blank ride watches, right? Fuck. Shit. No, and I, I love Sogo. I love when Sogo does his reaction where he's like, Whoa! Like, I don't know why. I really like that. It's really good. Um, and it ends with uh, showing a donut shop uh, in the background with a plate of donuts on a table, and then we just see Please. Connecto. Please. And Haruto's hand come out, grab a donut, go back in. I, yep. I feel like it would have been equally as funny if uh, it was just like, did you remember to give uh, Fies and Wizard and Fies and Forza the ride watches? 
I got time machine. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> bad, bad news, Gar. Sadly, the only character that's coming back from Wizard is uh, Beast. Gar is having convulsions. Oh well, he likes Nito. He's yeah, pretty Nito. I want to see Beast in Nito Burrito. <laughs> well, yeah. I've heard a lot about him. Beast. 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 He's yeah, got he, the Beast figure. He lo- he has Nito. He loves mayonnaise. He puts mayonnaise on fucking everything, including that's donuts. Right. <laughs> And I like I like uh, mayonnaise. His figure art comes with a fucking ball of mayonnaise. And he comes no with one, this, like, like lunch time with lunch time. Yep. So, yeah, no so one I... forget. No one forget the time he tried. He pretended to be Common Rider Beast Girl. Oh yeah, and the time he rode a bicycle. <laughs> oh yeah, this beast doesn't have a bike. It's okay, beast. Anyways, but but oh no! No! Delete it! No, As, delete it! No! As per the Please episode preview we saw, we are gonna get to see uh, not only the Wizard Ride Watch but the Beast Ride Watch as well. So I'm wondering. Hey, don't make me ban you. Yeah, it's probably gonna be treated the same as Cross, where it'll get used in a weapon but never so have a form. Probably summon all the fucking animals. Oh Just yeah, like, sorry. Forget me. But I love the Beast SH figure. It's really nice. Like. I like his capes, but the base f- suit without them is kind of meh. I like the base suit. Um, and also next week we also get to see the uh, another wizard. He looks fucking uh, scary. Like just... it. Guard, do you want oh. to keep boycotting the show? Did did any have you guys seen the uh, the edit that somebody made of that of a, of a scene where it's um what's her name the female time jacker and uh, another wizard. Like she's like oh, kneeling yeah. down. Like she's it. kneeling right beside another wizard. Looks like she's giving him a beat. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw it, and someone captioned it, giving him the last hope. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, six point five. We'll just briefly go over it. So yeah, they actually flat out said, "Oh, we were looking forward to meeting uh, Gentaro and uh, Ryusei's actors. Oh, well, they're too busy filming Bleach." <laughs> I they actually can't said it. fucking I... believe it. But, but that, that doesn't make sense. The Bleach movie was in production way before Zia was. I think it was because so, like the Bleach movie came out around this time. Yeah, on Netflix over here. It's been out for like months in Japan. Yeah, that's their excuse they're using for why they're in a... It was funny. Um, they censored their the names show and everything. being filmed for months as well. production promotion... Promotional events. Toei's lazy. That. Yeah, it just comes no, down to no. Toei's lazy and they're lying fucking pieces of shit. We're gonna try and get every rider back. You guys already fucked up with not getting Gentaro and Haruto. Oh boy, why do I have a feeling a Mister Gakusano is not gonna come back? Mm, it could go either way at this point. But yeah, the rest of the 6.5 is them basically purporting to this fan base that Forze is an homage to Fies because <laughs> it takes place in a school, whereas Fies had the Ryu Seijuku. Even though the show did not happen at the school, that they were all in their mid 20s. <laughs> and then the stupid fox proposed to us that Forze is unhomage to Fies because he's got the circle, the triangle, and the X on his suit, which correspond to Fies, Isa, and Delta. I thought. Oh. You 
Bastards! I thought he was based on the PlayStation that logo. I mean, he wasn't actually, sense. but that was the joke. Like, wasn't there an episode in Forza where he, he is in the positions of the PlayStation, the controller? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, when they're I on remember, the I remember that, episode. but like, it's not, not perfect, if I remember correctly. Oh, wait. Square. Square. Wait. No, yeah, you're right. It is the same. Square, circle, X, triangle. The colors don't line up, though. Triangle. Or they were the original maybe, gaming maybe, writer. Maybe triangle because spaceship. Square, four sides, Forza. Z- oh. The circle, zero. Well, again, Forza. Then X? Because fuck you. I, I just think it's way seemed like a PlayStation button. Playing X. I think you're putting way too much thought into this, and this is me talking. I'll find a way. But then Kusaka steps in, does his creep smile, oh. <laughs> and like he fully embraces it too, because oh. everyone knows that's what he's known for. Oh. And that's his startling. and his reason for why Forze is an homage to Fies is because Ryusei Juku in Fies was a school designed to find the Orphanot King. The Japanese word for king is O. And what's the name of the other rider? Full. Orze! Oh, no, no, that's a statue. You stupid bastard! Japan, Japan likes that is even for not... comedy, Even Japan for comedy, they're stretching it. This is the most bullshit, tenuous connection ever! So Forze hey. is a direct sequel to Vice. Hey. No! Hey, it could be worse. They could be calling him Forzu or, or... Forza? Or Forza. Forza Motorsport. Well, shouldn't, it go, like, shouldn't it go Forza Fies? Because four five. That that was the idea with these two episodes. Wait, wait. Yeah. So, this so happened on five and six. Five. Five. The idea behind Fies' name is it's the Greek character Phi. His henchman code is three fives. So Fies. That's why the name of the rider is Fives, but the name of the series is Comrade Five Five Five. I was always wondering that. I was like, why is it Five Five Five? Because his henchman code is Go Go Go. Well, speaking of, I'm go, pretty sure. You, speaking of Go, your cooks are the. Your cooks are the. I see what I did there. Go episode thirty-five. Sure. Sun go. Well, Emily had to vanish, but we can still do the episode. Can we, though? But, it's but not first, the same. Oh, no, we have Blaze. <laughs> but first, Lord Hellfire posted the... in our chat this awesome edit of... <laughs> fucking Genmu. Instead of Venom, it's Genom. Oh, my goodness. It's not going to be the same without Emily. That Photoshop or the actual poster? <laughs> I think this. This just looks like a shit. We can play whatever we want. Spider-Man's arch nemesis, Venmu. Venmu. <laughs> anyway. Genom and Venmu. You okay? Yeah. Um, alright, so this episode was a <coughs> Kogure-focused episode. I loved it. Oh, no, it was fun. His, like, so he gets split into, like, three versions of himself, and... The monster of the week is Dorian Sanbu, who's this awesome-looking cyclops motherfucker. Who he... He's like a mole. Yeah, because uh, he, he has sunglasses on. 
And when he takes them off, he pulls a cyclops and shoots a beam that splits people into three. The good, the bad, and the undefined. The good, the bad, and the end. The good, the bad, and Fuck you. three. Yeah, the good, the bad, and the other one. You. So, uh, but also, this episode's kind of proved that uh, all of our theories before that Kogre might be evil are kind of wrong. So I guess I can take all these binders that have theories and just throw them all the fuck away. Burn them! It don't fucking matter. Burn them all! Yeah, Kogre's not an Book asshole. Burning. I still maintain my theory that he's looking for someone to inherit slash adopt into the Lupin family. He is the master! He is the key to the, to the door. He is Arsene Lupin. I Actually, yeah, that I, could make sense. I think he does actually serve a master, but I think the idea is the master is someone who's also old and thus too old to continue on with whatever the hell the Lupin family also, does. Speaking of old and repetitive, it occurred to me today, like in this episode, the ganglers fucking suck as villains. <laughs> like, really. Don't tell, don't tell Yolo you said that. Like, I thought about it, and, like, remember when the show started off with, like, the ganglers all together, and Don Yaboon's like, I'm retiring, one of you guys go take my place? Yep. It made zero progress on that plot point. Do you know, okay. it, It doesn't help either that every gangler dies every episode. It's like... You expect these guys to have a backup plan or something. It's like, like these guys are fighting to get like to be top dog. Yeah, I mean, expect them to keep dying and dying. No, this is how we weed out all the weaklings. But but this, but yeah, but this is it, Gar. That's how it works. Each each gangler that's trying to be top dog and like you know best Don Yaboon. They're doing it each their own way, the best way that they can, and, 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 and but it, it ends up it ends up not working because they have to deal with two teams. I feel like if there was just either just the Pat Rangers or just the Lupin Rangers, <coughs> the Ganglers would have some success. Well, yeah, as as pointed so, out in our chat, the backup plan is in place. The backup plan is growing giant. Unfortunately, the Rangers are prepared for that. Just, but also there is the fact. That uh, they may they may be un- they may all end up dying, but I feel like the population of, of that one town in Japan is, has gone down by like infinity percent, considering <laughs> every other day a building gets turned into a statue, sliced into various pieces, every building in a, within the entire city gets set on fire. But no, I'm, I mean, just, like, I'm just saying it would have been nice for this show to have like a bigger set of generals or something. That is something I think the show has not paid enough attention to. Yeah. I mean, for starters, where the bloody fuck has Frieza Amigo been for, like, at least 15 episodes? Oh, my God. Like, the, I, I swear, the show's forgotten about him. We're, we're 35 episodes in the show, and you have not seen him in, like, yeah, I'd say six, seven episodes. Yeah, 13 episodes left of the season. Here we are thinking he's going to be the biggest fucking deal, and it's just like, oh, hey, guys, I'm on vacation. No, no if they make him, like, the big... Like the they are. They the are. End. They are. They are. They're the, going to. That's yeah, all they've been building be. him like, up to. Like he's gonna show up. Get like he's gonna stab Don Yaboon or something. Be like, oh, the thing. In your Take chest. that, Dad. No. That's what I want. I want to have a Zamigo versus Don Yaboon fight. That's right? gonna be fucking sick. Also, like 
kind of wish Don Yaboon had, like, what Janice did, like, a second form. Who says he doesn't? We just haven't seen it. If, wait. Where he grows if, normal size. No, he regains his youth. <laughs> yeah. He grows taller if, and more muscular. If, uh, if Frieza Amigo tries to attack, kill Don Yaboon and he all of a sudden, like, and he, like, pretends to die and hurt something and then suddenly all of a sudden backstabs him, then he just need then Frieza Amigo's last words need to just be, How cold. <laughs> see, see what that Do- was pretty cool. See what Donya Boone is is it what it's what it's about. It's him that makes himself both a bad villain and a good villain at the same time because he doesn't do anything. He's literally just a spectator, just going, all right. Like, every time Destra and Ghosh just, like, argue to him about, oh, oh, should we let this guy try to fucking, like, take over your, your syndicate or whatever? And Donnie Boone, it's like, ah, let him, you whatever. Know, it's know, entertaining. I don't know, give a shit. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm? That one episode of Simpsons where the Yakuza come to their house. It's like, Mar, it's like, holy cow inside. But Mars, the little one, hasn't done anything yet. And you know what he does is going to be awesome. Hey, Oh, forgiven it, please. Yeah, he's uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't care what happens. It's like I don't care what their what their actions are. I just care about results. Yeah. They'll kick you five times before you hit the ground. <laughs> Meet the no, Yakuza. That's Com- like, remember, no, that's Common Rider. We're talking about Super Sentai right now. <laughs> remember when Destra? Was hinted at being like a traitor or something, right? Yeah, guess that's gonna that plot point well, went down. Because Don even didn't give a shit. He's like, oh, 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 Destro, you been plotting behind my back? Oh, aren't you adorable? Destro's just like, that's adorable. Mm-hmm. Let's see what mm-hmm. it comes up with. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't I think he was swear. plotting. I think he was just trying to the... find out that what the hell was going on with the collection pieces. I swear, this is a problem. Like, it is nice to have two Sentai teams in one show. But I think it hinders the villains way too much. Same with yeah. Q Ranger. Twelve fucking Rangers. Half of them get character development, where the villains get jack shit. Pretty much, yeah. I well, that's because the really even focus on the villains. Goes back to good villains. Well, I've got high hopes for the next Sentai. So anyway, I, like, so anyway, this episode is about Kogre who gets split into three because of a misfire by the monster because uh, Pato shoot his hand while he's firing. Because the, yeah, the Pat Rangers show up and fuck it up. Because the collection, Just like they usually do. Because the collection piece the Gangler has is the uh, Doron Changer from Cocker Ranger. Which Boom. ninjas. Kawarimi, or splitting, or bunchins. Yeah. Kage bunchin uh, ninjutsu. Yeah. Bunchin ninjutsu. With the weird stipulation that if they're not put back to normal in six hours, they die. I'm gonna flat out say pure good. Uh, I you know what? There's Paragon and Renegade Kogre. There you go. <laughs> so I like Paragon Kogre the most, just because he was trying. No matter what happened to him, was just trying to help everyone. Where did he get that white suit? Where did, where did fucking Renegade Kogre get that biking outfit? That's yeah. why did he steal it? Probably. And it was great, like uh, Renegade Kogre or whatever, like that. Uh, he was like, he was like being like one of those like, like. I got, got it. I got remember it. Are you a biker from Zuoger? Hold on, I'll get to that. <laughs> I, I know what we can call them. We can call them Renegade and Paraguay. That sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, get H E U Uruguay. 
You are gay. Oh. You are gay. That's, no, that's the third one. When 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 Rena Gray showed up and he started going out, buddy, buddy, to this. You know who he reminded me of? Huh? Motors from Exade. Oh yeah. Well, he reminded me of uh, your biker from Zodier. That too. He reminded me. He reminded me of a uh, buddy, buddy, buddy from uh. What's his name from Die Ranger? Like, third eye guy, motorcycle. Uh, him the trio? Kevin. No, um... Kevin! I don't know. I don't know. I met his VA earlier. Or, not earlier. Like, I am. <laughs> just now. Yeah, yeah, just now. <laughs> but, um, That's what took me so long, didn't you? I like the joke Ky- Kyrie says to him. He's like, dude, know the Heisei era is ending, right? Heisei <laughs> is almost over, fuckface. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. But yeah, just like freaking good, good Kogur is so adorable because he's just like trying to help anything. Like he gets like injured and stuff, and then like saves a kid from like a lady from and like a kid from a truck. Okay, like let's that. talk about that scene because oh my fucking god, that truck was so far away from them that it could have easily stopped. It's like the scene from Austin Powers. Look out! No! <laughs> The car is slowly moving towards me. That, at that is still around. to me one of the funniest fucking things God I've ever seen you, in a movie God. ever. <laughs> but yeah, and like good Kogure tries to save the kid and then fucking bites it and breaks his ankle halfway there, and then Toma and Yumika have to swoop in and save everyone. What was that? Looked like a giant mutated turtle in a trench coat. No. And your your complaint, your complaint about the truck being far away reminds me of episode one of Fies when like you know Keep is out with his family and his girlfriend. They're like, oh yeah, we're having a fun drive. And then there's just the sleepy truck driver who's like, oh I'm getting sleepy. Maybe I should pull over. No, I'm just gonna keep driving. Oh, <laughs> this is Wait, exactly what no, I didn't want to happen, happen today. today. No, guys, no, I just remembered. Uh, just something. The kid is like, "Wait, do you guys have like grappling hook or something? Are you the Lupin Rangers?" Uh, no, I'm Spider-Man. No, no or guys, we're just grapple enthusiasts. Vegas joke. I'm, oh, did you see that? I'm, no, I was sleeping. But you're driving. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't grappling hooks. They were webs. I'm Spider-Man. Fuck you. Shut up, kid. But away with. Fly. <laughs> she said, "Go with go, go, go. I have to Pizza say, time. I have to say, what genuinely surprised me is when the Pados start trying to save people by actually squishing their clones. Hey, let's try other. that thing that we did in the other ones. Okay. I was flabbergasted when that fucking worked. Yeah, you were flabbergasted. Yep, flabbergasted. I thought they'd just have to kill the monster and that would fix everyone, but no, the Paddles spend the episode off-camera just squishing everyone's faces together! Holy shit, it's two episodes later, and, like, it's two episodes since the big team-up, and both episodes have been nothing but... Okay, sorry, scratch that. There's been one episode with the Pat Rangers. But it's, like... For every one episode Pat Ranger focus, we get two episodes with the other team. That's nope. damn fucking right. <laughs> I actually want make, I actually want to see someone make a flowchart of all thirty five episodes so far of like just which, which one was Lupin, which one was Pat. Yeah. That's your job. Go it's, for it, Gar. It's, next, it's, next week. Have it done. Right. It'll obviously be <laughs> Lupin's or more. Right? On my desk in triplicate. Collated for daddy. There, yep. there, 
it's kind of sad in fact that the that Lupin's get most of the focus, but the most of the important character development goes to um, the Pados. Yeah, well, well, that, specifically. Well, that, not, yeah. Just, not just Keitro. 90% Keitro. No have been drawn to yeah. Sakuya, but Tsukasa was the first one to actually to actually team up with the Lupins, and then Sorry. was the one who then later on was like, we need to team up with them in order to get anything done. I feel like Sakuya so, gets the less character development of the three. No, yeah, yeah. totally. I feel like he his got a lot early in the game, but not so much anymore. Well, I feel like <laughs> the last Sakuya... time his character was developed was when he got, was when Umiko was just like, I don't want to yeah. Anyway, well, no, with Sakia, I feel like just whenever he does get character development, it just goes 180 next episode. No, Sakia lost all of his character development when fucking both Noel and Umiko were like, You're a nice guy, nice guy, nice guy. Oh, girl Sam, I don't like you! Nice guy. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Sakia is a Reddit nice guy. <laughs> I, I'm sure he has genuinely nice intentions. I don't think he's like actually a playboy. You know what I mean? Kusakia? Yeah, we haven't really seen anything at all that kind of behavior. I feel like Sakia is what I am—an asexual. Like, I wouldn't put him in that. In like, that like, I would say he's an asexual romantic. He loves romance. He loves being. I wouldn't put him as asexual. The reason they just don't show any of that is because it's kid sentai. Show. Yeah, it's kid kid show. Oh yeah, but yeah, when Jetman wants to do a love, like a love drama, oh, it's a okay. I want them. I want them to bring up again when like Toma was, like got possessed by the gangler or whatever like that, or he took over his body. He was just <laughs> like with those women. Saki is like. Man, even I wouldn't do that shit. Right? That's too that, much. That's part of why I think he wouldn't do anything that really scummy, you yeah, know what I mean? He'd still date girls, whatever, but he wouldn't, like... Sure, but he wouldn't... Go and like, a bunch of high schoolers and be like, hey, let's go out for the day. He wouldn't, like, two-time on anyone, you know yeah. what I mean? Saki, who are you with? Oh, I'm with this person. Isn't she, like, in uh, high school? Yeah. With the uniform and everything? Perfect. Um... I honestly don't remember much else during this episode. It was just, uh, it, it was it was just fun, co great it, it stuff. Just, it was the, it was the debut of the Lupin Magnum's robot mode. Oh yeah, and oh, holy fuck, was that, that awesome? It was awesome, but it kind of makes sense CGI is fucked. It was really oh, interesting oh. because like the monsters mole themed and they're underground, and then when they destroy him, Ghost reuses him, and instead of like growing giant and going up into the city immediately, he like sinks underground and goes into this. Underground tunnel system. Yeah, it's like, how big... Is this a part of the Gangler's thing? I think this was just existing city infrastructure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What is it for? Fucking Gundam? Yes. That's where they were planning Look to store the... Uh, no, the it's for the EVA units. <laughs> That's where they were planning to store the trigger machine before they knew they could trick down. Go, go, catch it, Gundam. But, like, did you see how, like, high-tech that hallway... Like, those hallways were? I love it, were? yeah. I was like... This is underneath the city. My bigger question is, is why this one Zordon's backup plans? My my question <laughs> is more: Why the fuck did Kyrie know that thing could go into a giant robot? He just does it like he's been doing it his whole life. I mean, he's become one with the gun or some shit sure. now. I guess. What's that, Mister Gun? You want me to shoot you at them? Okay. <laughs> If hey I guys, check out my new camera. Game, Turned into a giant robot. Oh wait, this is a camera. But yeah, so we get to see Dial Up, Kaito Henke, Lupin Magnum. I'm kind of really, really upset that its robot form is just called Lupin Magnum. 
Hey, it could be worse. It could be Lupin Boy. At this point, I'll take anything. I want to call it Because, like, Boy. Lupin Magnum is the name of the gun. The robot doesn't have a name? Nope. That's really fucking disheartening. Yeah. Well, it's maybe... Fine, call it the Lupin Gundam. I might as no. well at this point. The Luke... I actually like that. No, yeah. Uh, the Mag The Magnum Kaiser. Sure. Mag-o. Actually, wait, that makes way too much sense. Lupin Gundam. Oh! Damn! The Lupin gun, damn! Curse is spoiled again. But the other part that doesn't make sense is as soon as it transforms and starts flying through these giant robot-sized hallways, there's just out of nowhere a whole fucking fleet of already giant Potemen for it to shoot at. Uh, I feel like they didn't think this far. Well, remember, the po- like, uh, what's it? Lupin Magnum Robo? Yeah. It is smaller than Lupin Kaiser. Or yeah, like by a by by the. It's in like it's like terms, Lupin Kaiser's like little brother feet. again, Lupin boy. Yeah, baby it's Lupin. Ka- it's literally if, just if Kaiser is boy. the German word for emperor, what's the German word for prince? I'm calling that. that up right now. Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali a bug mag. Ha ha ha! Wow. <laughs> But yeah, and so... It's it, it, Prinz. It's literally Prinz. Okay, so Lupin Prinz. Lupin Prinz. But yeah, so it's got, these, it's got these cute little beam attacks that it fires up, and then they they just shoot it up into the city anyways, and it's hilarious <laughs> because it crashes up right as the Pados are driving by. Kirichiro's <laughs> like, Sakia, look out! Tsukasa, Sakia, look out! I was really hoping Sakia was going to say, Sakia, look out! I, I mean, Sorry! But Sakia does proceed to jam the car <laughs> right into Keichiro's balls, apparently. Sakia, you got... Yeah, you hear the like, That always means someone got hit in the nuts. Oh, you probably... <laughs> oh, and they're, like, standing... I... They're, like, they're like they're parked right next to Lupin Kaiser's foot. So it was hilarious just to, like, oh, And then they look up at him. He's like, Kaito. Oh, my God. Lupin Ranger. It was kind of cool, though, to see, um... To see how the, how the finisher affects the the people around them. Yeah, and then we get to see uh, Lupin Kaiser wield the Magnum as a giant gun oh. and, and fucking shoot it down. We can at least uh, say how big Lupin Kaiser is compared to like the Rangers. Pretty big. Yeah. Well, we got comparison uh, to when he... those uh, ganglers got killed, like stepped on. Yeah. That's compared that to the compared, compared to the humans. Uh, the Mecha are about. Uh... Pretty big. Uh, fuck shit stack size. Roughly 45 meters? Roughly, roughly uh, yes. <coughs> roughly, ah! Like 20 meters or something. Roughly big enough to be concerning. Not big, en- not as big as Ultraman. <laughs> Concerned. Ultraman's still taller. But yeah, so they defeat the monster, and it's like, shit, we only have one minute! Smash the old men together! Yeah. Yeah! The old man. Wait. Um, push the. Actually, wait. One of them went. One of them pushed the faces together, and didn't one like push them into like his stomach or something? Yeah, something like that. Get in my belly. Yeah. You, you make out with him. You suck his dick. <laughs> oh. Um. So yeah. So they get Kogari back together, and he's super relieved, and he's like, "Oh, it's like, oh, Kogari, you're actually not a bad guy. Hey, let's." Make you dinner, and he's like, cool. Okay. All the strangers and all the Lupins put Togaray back together again. 
But yeah, they're like, sit your ass down and get treated and eat it, you stupid old bitch. While we illuminate the possibilities. What I You ain't never had a butler like me. You ain't never had a pal like me. Again. Let me take your auto and shut it down. They want they want him to they want him to relax and uh, get a bite to eat. Again. The hour. Yes. We are yes. We are Japanese. For a service to the dead. Anyways, uh, shall we talk about the Beetlebugs? So next week is about a bomb that goes off if someone is too stressful, so of course it goes on Keichiro who learns to mellow out. Keichiro smiles, he looks happy, I'm scared. Right? No, it's gonna be fine. 1,000 dead puppies. <laughs> 10 billion dead puppies. No! And also we get to see Lupin Magnum Superior, which is Lupin Magnum with the blue and yellow arms stuck on it. Yep. Key. Before we all pass out, let's go to our feature topic. Be the blast, or something. Whatever it says. Wow, that was way longer than I wanted it to be. <laughs> uh, so our topic for this week is episodes 26 to 28 of Big Bad Beetleborgs, a.k.a. the first half of the Shadowborg arc. Big Bad I watched all of it because you are a fool and a charlatan. Okay. Okay. I, I, I made sure to listen to the last episode, and it, you said we'll be, we'll be watching the Beetleborg, the, the, the Shadowborg arc. It's six episodes. I was like, you didn't Fuck. finish the, the... I didn't... Okay, maybe I didn't specify, no, no, but... Spe- no, I remember you specified saying we're talking about the Shadowborg arc. It's six episodes, but we're talking about episodes 26, 27, 28. Yeah. So that, I guess I didn't get that far. All I heard you say was it's six episodes, and then people were just like, eat your heart out, Green Ranger arc. <laughs> um, so I'm going to get into this real quickly. So we got introduced to this new character named... Josh and oh my god he's so cool he's so cute he's tall he's cute he's smart he's cute and just he's sexy he's hot he's fucking you're not fucking the first time they get introduced (laughs) 10 points for that reference first time he gets introduced he He chicken fried rice okay chop the first time he gets introduced to Heather just the whole fucking arc. Heather just has this huge fucking boner for Josh the entire time. Josh is my life. Swear to God, every single time they were on screen together, I just kept yelling, "Just fuck already!" Like I'm not joking. Except don't actually, because you're children. Yeah, you're like fucking like twelve. <laughs> I think they're supposed to be teenagers. It got really fucking. It got really fucking cringy. So it's just every five seconds, he was like, "Josh saved my life." Hey guys, did, did you hear? It? Josh saved my no, life. And no, and I'm just like, "Shut the fuck up!" And like, he like he like writes his name in like her cast when she breaks her leg or whatever like that, and he wrote it upside down because he's fucking stupid. No, no, he wrote it from his perspective. Oh, yeah. What I was gonna say is the funniest part is how he just wrote it so plain. Like, it was just, like, a thick-ass, like... Marco, this is Josh. 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 It just Josh. says it in plain font, no decoration or... Sig- not even a real signature. He just printed his name in a thick-ass, boring font on her cast. Uh, did you guys see his Maybe he's a robot. Uh, bike skills, though? 
Those were cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello, insert name of girl. Those Are you sh- injured? Those ain't shit until you see the motherfucking totally slamming sector cycles and metallics. You are Sector. looking very characteristic Sectors. today. They got a theme song. Oh my god. I bet they do. Um, and they are in fact totally slim. So yes, this is the Shadowborg arc where we got introduced to the Shadowborg, which is actually pretty um, cool. So like they're yeah, like so- the Beetleborgs are fighting Jara and yeah. uh, Noxic and uh Typhus. Typhus and so Jara surprisingly gets like a fucking rider kick in. Yep. Is able to hit a piece of fucking uh, Blue Stinger's shoulder off, steals it, and yep. then they use it, give it to their boss to, like, make their own Beetleborg to combat the Beetleborgs. And he's able to use his evil access I used to, to just be a Beetleborg like you until it's thing into kick a hole. to the shoulder. What? Oh my god. I did not notice because, like, we, we barely saw him in, like, episode two or whatever, like, that episode we watched, but. This guy uses like fucking villain words in like every single thing he says. Everything's like, ooh, this is the my, my most baddest creation. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Man, like, he doesn't like Vexer. No, he's stupid. He doesn't know what fucking accent he's trying to use. And like, it's just. He's going for all of them. He's like, he's just. What accent do you have? Evo! Like at one point, at one point, one of the episodes, like he tries to get, he gets like the the three or whatever to get like the Magnavorks <laughs> to like fucking steal all the Beetleborg comics, and then like they do it, and he's like, he's like, oh, that's nice. I'm jacking uh, off to Shadowborg over here. <laughs> he's like, oh yes, that's nice. And that, that oh my god, Shadowborg! I really hate Vexer in these specific episodes because his focus changes so rapidly and abruptly that yeah. it's really hard to notice unless you're paying attention. But through most of the first two episodes of the arc, he's like Shadowborg, Shadowborg. Oh, I don't give oh Shadowborg. Ah, ah. You three go collect the comics, but I don't care that you actually did it. But then at the end of the last episode, even though Shadowborg just got his fucking shit stomped. Vexor completely forgives him and immediately just goes like, Ah, now we will raise all the monsters from these comic books! Ah! Oh, yeah, Shadow. Three, go get the comic books. Meanwhile, leave me to Shadow. No, and you know what would have been a really cool concept for the Shadowborg? If he went rogue. If he just right? said, you know what, fuck you. I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to take over the world my own, my, myself. Unfortunately, no one in that era of writing had that kind of intelligence. Well, awesome, though. Unfortunately... He doesn't have that many stock footage episodes. That. Yeah, which is why like, too we, we get introduced to... Josh. Josh, no, again. We, we already know Josh, but what what does it lead up to, Ichi? Uh, it leads lead up to the artist. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's go uh, talk about our fortunes. Uh, we'll get to... I, you're talking about the yeah, whiteboard. Just, we're talking about all the three episodes as a whole, so... So the, what happens but is yes, in the first portions. episode, the Shadowborg appears, shit stomps all three of the kids, steals their powers, and then he gets nice three nice colored crystals on his chest. The beetle gems. I call them penny stones. Either or. If he collects no one cares. Six Beetleborg stones. If he collects all Borg, all the Borg stones. He can he, he can just... turn he can destroy half the universe's no. comics just like that. He can, he can erase the two dimensional world just like that. Tell me his name again. Shadowborg. You can erase half the Beetleborg. Also, I realized something. So, the comic store in this series is called Zoom Comics. Who makes the Power Rangers comics these days? Boom Studios. Bang Zoom Comics. He was looking right at me, Blaze. 
Uh, I read the power. Bang powers. zoom. Boom. Wait. I... Boom studios. <laughs> That's some BS there. Oh. <laughs> oh. So yes, we also. I also got finally got introduced to Art Fortunes, who's the creator of the Billboard's comics, and I have to say. He's a treat. He's like he's asshole. so, <laughs> but he's so much fun. He's just such a treat hole. No, but I mean, like he's just like his actor's really like, like fully dedicated to his character, and he's my, like, he's hamming it up so much. Here's but my great. problem. Uh, the episode that we talked about at AFKCon, where they meet him at a convention, he is a was before this. Yeah, he was a complete one eighty, and he episode. just forgets that they met in this episode. Like, and it doesn't help either that in his debut episode at the Comic Con episode, he was an asshole. <laughs> like he was like, hey. well, he does have to deal with fans. Yeah, I think I think that was that was probably just to like show the realism of like you know that, that that's how these creators are sometimes. Also, show what the hell you you headcanon that Art Fortune lives up in the mountains all by himself drawing these billboard comics. But here he are, but here he is. In, in the middle of Urbana City. Yeah, Urbana City. Which, somehow the Beetleborgs get there to grab him, and then they carry him all the way back? They drag Joe with her super strength, drags Art Fortunes out of his office to Hillhurst. Presum and it's safe to assume that Urbana City is farther out from Hillhurst uh, than Turnerville is. I just presume they use their AV vehicles. They don't have their powers anymore. So oh. They can't summon their fucking beetle battle base. Why are my knees dirty? You're very heavy. I so, you. Which so, so this means that they either walked the entire duration from Urbana City back to Hillhurst, or what I like to imagine is even funnier is they took a bus, and I just want a <laughs> shot of the three of them sitting on a bus with Joe sitting next to Art Fortunes while still holding him by the collar, and no, just and no. just Art Fortunes looks over at a passenger. No. no, here's an idea. I'm being kidnapped by actual kids. Do you remember how Nano and uh, Roland's dad? Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. How they were complaining about money? Yeah. Roland took the credit card and used it for a taxi. <laughs> he bought an Uber? Yeah, he, there were no Ubers. I know, there. I know. But, like, like as they're going through, like, the subway station, they pass a concession stand, and Art's like, can I get some chips? And Joe's like, no, we're going to Hillhurst. Oh! <laughs> uh, can but I haven't eaten! Well... You're going to eat your heart out when you see what we're going to show you. You're going to get eaten in a minute. So, of course, they have to, like, prove that, like, they're Beetleborgs or whatever. So, like, he shows them their powers or whatever like that. They and... show off their civilian powers, which are not a thing the comic Beetleborgs no. have. And then it's like, oh, okay, we'll just show them the monsters and blabber and everything will be okay. And for some reason, that convinces him after a fucking Scooby-Doo chase. No, but, but he, like, he he runs into Flabber, which then Flabber, like, introduces himself all, like, showily. And then he just sits down with him and explains him everything. And our fortune is like, oh my god, I'm so, I'm so fucking on board with you guys now about all this. Fucking I have awesome. to draw you. Yeah, and which, like, Flabber, Flabber proving. Flabber, Flabber. Flabber prove, proving that he is the best thing in this entire show, where, like, He's like, oh, you think, like, oh, I, I love to draw you as one of my characters in the comic, whatever. And then he, like, has, like... He transforms himself into a drawing. Like a guy drawing Flabber on a fucking <laughs> piece of paper. The show has some amazing effects, even if they are fucking terrible. And then there's, like, one point where, like, he's just, like... Uh, like, when Josh is, like, sneaking around the house or whatever, mansion or whatever like that, he, like, they have to distract 
like the monsters from like going to kill them or something like that. So yep. it's like okay, so they sit him down to a poker game and just like it was really funny. And he does like he goes like oh like stretches his mouth out and like yep. stretches his face out. It's fucking scary. How about this? <laughs> it's so fucking creepy. The effects they do with Flabber are vastly unnecessary, but I love them. And then he makes like oh, Flabber large barge. He makes flabber jokes like uh, to them. They're, they'll get. He's like, "Wow, tough, tough, tough room." Yeah. Um, and yes, we've now seen. Now I, I've believed you guys when you say that the entire t- t- town of Charterville reads Beetleborg comics because everyone just swarms in to get the new issue, and then Van- no one in town has anything else to do. And then Trip and Van I mean- being the fucking stuck-up assholes that they are come in and go, "We'll buy all." Comics week, and it's like, oh, so you can sell them double price? No. Hey, that's what geeks do nowadays. Yep. I mean, so, um, I mean, I feel like it makes sense that everyone would buy the Beetleborg comics now, just because the Beetleborgs are real. They fight the monsters in the comics. They just want to know how the like what they need to do to they not get. They don't know that. No. Yeah. Do they? It's, ne- it's never specified in the show that the public knows about the Beetleborgs. Because every time How they How can they the not know when they destroy the actually, city? Actually, towards the end of the show and leading more into metallics... Yeah, with Borg Slayer. Yeah, because like when the Borgs aren't around, it. they're like, where are the Beetleborgs? Also, since I watched a bit... Since I watched ahead, there's literally a scene... Where like there's and later on in the show where they where like there's a news crew they drop the camera and then and the Magnamore get to watch up. the fight. I remember that. I remember that episode. That's very hard to my mommy. You don't have. Hey, you idiot! You don't have a mommy. <laughs> also, there's like these <clears throat> fucking cops who like go to a donut shop and buy some donuts. I want to spin off of them. And they're just like <laughs> so. Then like the the Magnavores go into the donut shop, steal a bunch of donuts, and then they're like. Oh, what are you guys? You guys can't do that. Well, we'll have to take these donuts in for evidence or whatever like that. And then <laughs> the band, like, donuts. Yeah, and which to me I, that was upsetting because like I really love and respect police officers, and that's just like an insult to this them. This is so. like ninety six. No, yeah. What if they still... say? What if they say in in uh, Zio? What if they say instead of becoming a wizard, Haruto became a cop? <laughs> no, no, what I'm more offended about is how all those comic books are not magnet board. <laughs> There's that. Like and taken out with a wheelbarrow. Yeah, it's like, and they're left out in the hot sun in a rusty freaking wheelbarrow. Yep. And again, every time Noxic opened his mouth, I just fucking loved hearing Derek's team of friends. He's so good as that character. <laughs> and I love hey, that. And I love that every time Typhus eats, he actually puts it into his fucking whale head f- mouth. Also, Jara couldn't fucking decide what her hair looks like. You know what I noticed? Yeah, I noticed when they step into the shop to steal the comics, Jara's hair is completely different. It's a curly. I'm, I'm willing to bet they had to sub in the actress for that scene. Chances are, it's just a different wig. Yeah, it was just like a scruffed up. But it wig. was like so noticeably different that I'm just wondering what the fucking. Why point didn't is. they just make her a human? Yeah, because then they could Cause use they the stock footage. Gag in the first episode where she didn't have a mouth. Yeah, and there's stock footage of them. That's true. Uh, and it's funny. Yes, I learned from their mistakes. <laughs> Later on, when the whole like comic book shops like kind of like fucked up, or whatever, like that, just like the the dad's just like, oh, maybe we should have just. Took all that money from Trip and Van. No, 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 it was Nana who was like, I could have sold all those comics to Trip and Van. 
Oh, shit. Which then, like, they I'm fucking... I'm going for my medication. The, the fucking, uh, or no, the magnivores or whatever like that, they, like, fucking shoot beams at the dad and the grandma, and yep. just, like, the dad gets thrown into, like, a pile of boxes, and then, like, the grandma gets, like, flown back that she backflips into after, a pile of boxes. Yeah, like, after getting shot with the magnivores attacks, it looks like she willingly just parkoured into those boxes. Parkour! It's just... Who keeps fucking boxes around? Oh, don't talk about my fucking boxes. I mean, those are... I the, like the, boxes. Those are the boxes the comics got shipped to them in. Blaze got the joke. All those poor comics. Eh, fuck them. I'll just get them digitally. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Beetleborgs on Comixology. Comixology Unlimited. Fuck! Uh... But yeah, so then like they they, they go to our forces because they're like, yeah, we need we don't have our power, so we need you to help us. Like, wouldn't it have been more creative if you know the kids were such fans? No. Oh, here's an idea. If Josh was such a big Beetleborg fan. What if he created White Blast and Beetleborg? Like he came up with it. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been actually really interesting. Like, he, like the white blaster beetleborg was his like, OC. Yeah, I was gonna say like he's talking uh, to Heather. Like, oh. you know, what I mean, at my own beetleborg, oh. and then just like bust no, out. That would have been awesome. You know what? That's going into the reboot idea. Josh is such a huge fan of beetleborgs. He created his own his own OC. Which well, is spoiler alert: they make Josh the they make Josh the white beetleborg, then pull out of their ass. And then they could make like a realistic thing where like he like. He sent it to like Art Fortunes like a long time ago, and like just Art, Art Fortunes just never like he the, ignored the it or something. Stole the idea from her. Oh yeah, well that or I was just gonna say like, oh wow, this is an amazing idea. Like I never seen this before, but I sent it to you in a fan letter like years ago. Oh, it's just some Dan Kuroto yes! and Emo shit. Yeah, Mighty Action no, no, I, I Fuck no, you. I <laughs> makes the like, shadow work. I feel like. The stolen idea makes a lot more sense because sometimes creators do steal ideas from fans. But yeah, at the start Which of episode, so good. at the start of episode twenty-eight, Vexor has this one line that just cracked me up, where it's, it's like he's he's getting impatient about the Magnavores taking so long getting the comics, and he just busts out, "How long could it take to steal a few hundred thousand comic books?" <laughs> I'll be right back. Maybe you want to reassess that sentence there, Vexor, buddy. Just I'll be right back. Two hours later. Alright, there, 10,000 comics. Gar, where do you get 10,000 comics? The internet. Don't question uh, it. I think a goal for you, you need to find at least one authentic 10,000 comics. comic and just keep it sealed and own it. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Oh, see if you can find like a Beetleborgs comic prop from the show. Challenge accepted. Alright. <laughs> but they were all um, burned in the Great War. So yeah, so the the Beetleborgs ask Art Fortunes to make a new Beetleborg to help them, you know, <coughs> get the powers, Park. make Shadowborg get the powers back. In which, th- th- this uh, just just proves how lazy Art Fortunes is as a comic book creator. Just you you would expect him to have an idea, right? Like, sure, he does make White Blaster Beetleborg, like just like that. But it's like <coughs> you expect him to be like, oh. Let, oh, you should let me grab my things. I already had plans for, like, others. Oh, so your comment is why wasn't he already planning another Beetleborg? Yeah. Because Beetleborgs is a very simple comic that doesn't need to go in new What places. is the actual plot to the Beetleborgs comic? You know, a, thing, a it's monster attacks and they defeat It's, it's episodic. A monster attacks and they defeat him. It's like a Sentai with a If the villains aren't plot. in the comic books anymore, then what is the point of the Beetleborg comics if their villains literally aren't in the comics anymore? 
well, their villains came out of one specific issue. The rest of the comics are still normal. Yeah. Okay. The comics are still produced and done every month or week or whatever. Yeah, it's like how the Beelborgs are still in the comic book, but they but they still have the powers. Yeah. It's so confusing. Uh, it's like, oh, they, really. they, we left the comic book world. Like, what? wait, does that mean that there's a comic world and now they are no longer in it? No, think about it this way. This, in the same way that Vexor so just like that was comic in... book is its own world. Yeah, it's That's every individual copy of the comic because in the same breath that the Beetleborgs are able to exist outside of the comic, but the Beetleborgs still are in future copies of the comic, the Magnivores came out of that one specific issue, but still exist in all the other issues, which is why even though the monsters from each of the episodes got defeated, Vixar was still able to bring them back again at the end of episode 28. Oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. Austin, <laughs> just don't think about it too hard and enjoy what? the ride. Wait. Then why doesn't they? Then why doesn't he just bring out like bring copies of himself out? That goes because then because that would be stupid. That and also then he would have an equal, and Vexor clearly is the guy who likes to be in charge. So I just found this picture of a Beetleborg comic, and like it has like a villain on it, and I swear (laughs) to God, it looks like robotic Sledge. (laughs) Looks like Sledge if he just like went under cybernetic fucking surgery. Cyber what does MD say? I am Celestron 9 package. Program for fun. It was never explained what MD stands for. Marvel DC. <laughs> Mother Dick. There you go. Mother Ducker. Mother the, Ducker. the comic has a doctorate. So, Art Fortunes comes up with the... What? Blast the Beetleborg! Wait, wait, wait! And technically, it's Flabber who comes up with the name. Yeah, because they're like, wait... Well, what are we gonna name this white beetleborg? And he's like, "Why does it gotta be white?" White blaster oh, beetleborg. He only had white paper. <laughs> Meet the white blaster beetleborg. No, the beetleborg does not actually blast. Actually, he shoots. Ha- he shoots like he focuses. He focuses the energy from his head crystal through his hand and shoots blasts through there. Oh, it, I understand. It, it's 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 an interesting fighting style that I don't think I've seen in any other Tokuhiro. You you wanna know why he doesn't have a signature weapon? You want to know why? Sure. In Juco B-Fighter, he's a medic. Oh. That's why he's white. Oh my god, really? Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, he goes around with a little, like, nurse kit. <laughs> he, he helps children that are injured. <laughs> well, he helped the Beetleborgs when they were down. Yeah. In which, like, um. I noticed that we have this picture here with the Beetleborgs. Yep. And it's like... He just does not look like like a part of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I notice his suit looks a bit cheaper than the other Beetleborgs. It, it's but. not. It's not that. It's more like the main three are v- designed with a very machine pattern to them, whereas the white Beetleborg is a more smooth warrior look I, to it. Like it, it, I said it before the show started. He literally looks like they just modified the the white Tiger Megazord suit. A little bit. A bit, yeah. Like even, especially in the face, where it's like the red eyes and like the the gray and lower, the darker and lower face. face. Um, like the eyes and like just the like the the mouth guard. Yeah, so, a little bit. So they need somebody to become the white blaster beetle. Somebody to bore. My question. My question that's, about that's that. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> Why? Can Why anybody, anybody find me? Somebody to bore. <laughs> 
My question is, why do they need somebody? Shadowborg doesn't need a secret identity. Because he wasn't created the same way. Can the, can the thumbnail please just be, like, Flabber making that scary face? From episode 26? Yeah, just... <laughs> um, yeah, so then they all, like, Joe decides, hey, what if we get Josh? And Drew's like, no, fuck no, because he's stealing my girlfriend. Drew is a petty little ass fuck who doesn't like that Josh and Heather are getting along, so he doesn't want Josh... To be the one to step up to save their lives! No, of course no, not, because he wants pussy. Well, I don't think that. I think he just wants a girl. He's jealous. Which, I noticed that in Beetleborgs, they, they never finish that storyline. Nope, because Heather is a terrible character that doesn't deserve development. And no. Heather kind of just vanished in the show. Good. Yep. Good. Well, like she, at least with at least Trip and Van got the proper respect of actually having shown why and when they fucked off and left the show. Yeah, Heather just gone. The the bulk and skull of the show got more respect than this completely needless character. By the way, I call him bulk and scalp because they tried to get the comics in bulk and scalp them out to the public. Um. <laughs> that's good so then they like go to the comic book sh uh, store to like uh, convince Josh to like come with them to become a Beetleborg and like he doesn't believe them so then they show up their powers and oh, Joe's like oh I'll show you my super strength by lifting this comic book rack that has nothing on it I'm like ooh it's so strong Joe hey, anyone could do that Joe fuck off I Joe. think that was the point because yeah. they had to make it look like she was doing it right and then Roland just does a super speed and run around, and Josh's only reaction is, "Does does Coach know about you?" And then Drew does his oh. his, his mental levitation powers, and it, <laughs> all right, now you're fucking with wires. All right, all right. It, even though this doesn't happen until the other three episodes, I find it really fucking dumb that Josh is introduced in the six part storyline as a new character. Yep. Gone after gone once the storyline's over. Yep. Because you know what? They ran out of stock footage for the White Blaster. Did he never come well, back? Didn't even keep no. him around he's as like a side up, character. He straight up is gone. No explanation. What? You know and what? he just moved to town. You know why? Because probably no one gave a shit about Josh. Why didn't they do I what, did. Why yeah. didn't they do what they did with Billy? I just remember make the, him a side character. Right? I won't the say the story the, the series ends with just going like like if you need me, I'll be here. And he was never, never there. Not once ever. Not even mentioned. Here's an idea for the reboot again. Make him art successor. Ooh, I like that. Anyone hey, does anyone remember Josh? Who the fuck is Josh? <laughs> Who's Josh? What about Heather? Josh is just someone that Drew... Are you Josh and me, Josh? Josh is just someone Drew made up in his mind and oh, he was going no. fucking crazy. No, no. All right. Are no, you, you seeing things? Are you okay? Do you need a glass of water? How long were you in the desk for? I, I, I'm making this headcanon. Josh accidentally got Heather pregnant, and then they moved to a different town. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. They're just kids. That's no good. Oh. They're 15. That's uh -uh. no good. They're 15. They're fine. So, anyways, so Josh eventually agrees to become the white Borg when he meets Art Fortunes up in the attic, but he calls him Art Fortune. Way to, way to show how much of a real fan you are, fuckface. I mean, he's not a fan. 
Like, no, he, on... he is. He says that he had a collection of comics, of Beetleborg comics. Yeah, oh, well, literally in the, next, like, in the next episode, he's like, comic books, superheroes, it's all too crazy for me. Remember the joke? No, he says that he used to have a collection of comics, but he sold it. Remember? Do you remember the joke that we made yesterday with him and Heather? It's like, oh, yeah, I, I love comic books. And Heather's like, yeah, I love the Beetle checks, uh, checks hand with... Uh, with... Checks smudge on hand? Yes, yes. Beetle... Smudge. Forks. Yeah, I love the Beetle Fork. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then I love uh, the Beetle Fork. Um. And thus Flabber appears and gives off the most hilarious uh, spell chant I've ever heard. Pack him with courage. Stuff him with might. Change Josh into a board that's white, white, white. <laughs> <laughs> And thus, with the flash of white power! And floodlights. And floodlights for days! White we have flower. our white flower! White flower. Blast the Beetleborg! Row, row, fight the power. Like row, that. row, white the power. I like oh. Jack Power. No, stop making row, white row, power jokes. Blast the Beetleborg. Uh, and yeah, he comes to the White Blast Beetleborg, he looks cool, and then he goes out to fight Shadowborg, and like, gets ass kicked, and then he. <coughs> Makes them fuck off. We, they fight a bit, and it's entertaining. But then, like, Let's go fight in the Shadowborg field. tosses him onto the stairs of Hillhurst. And apparently, if you pay attention to Shadowborg, at some point after Josh got thrown onto the stairs, he manages to snatch the Beetle Gems back because you see them on him as he's falling. And then you cut back to Shadowborg afterwards, and the gems are already gone, which means Josh somehow grabbed them after being thrown. And he didn't even, All right. He didn't even notice. It's like, oh, they're in his hands. It's like, oh my god, I got them! What the fuck? Josh. He doesn't even know. Yeah, even he doesn't. <laughs> just, how did this happen? Saban just put them in his hand. It's like, how did this happen? This, oh, look at the fourth wall. The camera turns um. to the director. You got three gems. How did that happen? Yo, ho, ho, you became a Beetleborg. <laughs> Yo ho ho can Beetle. Flabber, Flabber. Wow. Set self of kind. Beetles! Don't fuck it up, true. Beetles. Beetles! Don't fuck it up, rolling. Beetles! Don't give it up, Joe! But yeah, so they get the Beetle Gems back, and thus the Beetleborgs are reunited as a team of four for the next three episodes. Yeah. I do actually want to finish the rest of the Shadowborg arc though, because I want to see how it ends. Which we will do next thing. week on Castor. Oh my god! I want, say, I want to say one thing though, because I might not probably not going to be on next week. His Beetle Blaster is really fucking stupid. Everyone else has like the t- the tips of it that have are like based on the the Beetle's horns. His is just like a fucking stick because that's the horn on his helmet. It, well, it's on. Point. I know, but it's just, it's just weird. Like you get you like oh they have other ones have complex designs. You get the leftover plastic that we had. Okay, well that's that's the fault of the Japanese show for designing his helmet that way. Well, I find it kind of funny. Like they, they, I oh, find it. You find it kind of funny. You find it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm Borging are the best I've ever had. Oh no. <laughs> Borg world! Um, well, he didn't have a human counterpart in Juco B5. Oh, so that prop was completely original. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, this was Rey Ascenta Cash Ranger. Yeah, so. Or was it? Uh, overall, this made me appreciate Beetleborgs a bit more. And, Hooray! Like, yeah, like, okay. I don't 
hate it. It's just that like there are great aspects to the show, and I see why people really enjoy it. It's just that there are parts about it that are fucking cringy as hell. Oh, absolutely. Like, this show was built on '90s cringe, so. But that's again, it's the juxtaposition of shows like this that make them great. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm always about. Yep. Cool. So yes, anyways, Jikai, Video Sentai Cast Ranger. We will be talking about episodes 29, 30, and 31. Woo! Blaze has already watched them, so he's already ready. Yeah, if I I have the chance to be on next week, I'll totally take it. We'll see what happens. No promises. Yeah, no, of course. In the meantime, thank you all for watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, loving, and being awesome. Uh, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.poppy.com. Check out our Facebook th- Facebook page, facebook.com slash rscastranger. Tweet at us at XC Studios. Check out our Discord server where you can not only chat with us and other fans, but listen to the show live Fridays at approximately 9 to 10 p.m. EST. Uh, check out our merch store where we have emblems and shirts and all kinds of cool shit with all the caster emblems on them. And of course, check out our Patreon where you can consider pledging to help us make the show better for you. And with that said, have a fantastic weekend, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Thanks for an amazing first year. All right.